Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would till the follow grounds of our heart and our mind and make preaching, teaching, revelation more receptible for your people, God. Hide me behind the cross, give me accessibility to minister third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be, I want it my way. We're going to be talking about Nathan. And he, and, and, um, and he, um, Naaman, excuse me. And he was a great man of valor and a man of war. But I want to talk to you from a different perspective today. I want to talk to you about um, how we're in situations in our lives and we let certain things hinder us. A lot of us, we want to focus on Naaman's um, a man of leprosy, but I want to focus on a little bit of his characteristics. Naaman had a problem. When you read this, you see the, his sickness, but what about his attitude? What about his stubbornness? What about his pride? His attitude, it says a it says a set, settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. Let's deal with, I want it my way. <laughs> Naaman had some issues. Naaman had some things that was going on. <laughs> you need to understand what is going on that you can go in and understand what God is speaking and what God is saying in this hour. You need to go and do what God say do and in the way that he's telling you to do it in this hour. You need to understand what God is speaking. You need to understand what God is saying. We need to understand that we are not in a microwave religion. You need to understand God has a way and a process that he wants us all to be developed in. And, and you're going to have to learn how to grab hold of the word of God huh, and get a revelation and get an understanding. Huh. Naaman was sick but yet what was the real problem? Huh. A lot of times we don't understand huh, that our attitude huh, has a way of affecting our sickness. Huh. You need to understand that that our stubbornness huh, and our way of not wanting to change huh, affects our outcome uh, how and when God heals us. Huh. And you want to know our pride. Huh. It can be a stumbling block huh, in order to do the next loving God. Huh. You need to understand something. Huh. God said you ain't going to have it your way. Huh. You ain't going to get it any kind of way. Huh. I made you successful out there in the world. Huh. I made you have money and riches and houses and land. Huh. He said but I still allowed you to be afflicted with something but only I can deliver you from and in faith, it'll cause you to be alienated from your own people. You need to understand something. Pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own or what achievement. How can you achieve something? God said it's me that causes you to get blessed. Blessing don't come from the north, south, east, and west, but it comes from God. You need to understand something. We're all standing here in a place because of what God has done in our lives. Naaman had plenty of success. Naaman had plenty of victories under his belt, but it was just something that stood in the way. His stubbornness. You're going to find it as we go through the chapters. Huh? Damon was dog determined huh, to uh, do something his way huh, with his own attitude huh, and lack of respect for the prophet and the man of God. Huh? When you respect the, the man and woman of God, when you disrespect them, it's just like you were disrespecting God. Huh? You need to understand something about your attitude. 
attitude about your stubbornness and about your pride. If God is trying to break you from something, why would he send somebody like you? Name and name means pleasantness. But you're going to find out his attitude huh, and his characteristics simplified another name. So your name does not necessarily make who you are. And a lot of times when we get afflicted with things in our lives and things don't go a certain way, you want to understand, you don't understand why your characteristics and your demeanor and your personality is changing because you're allowing the situation to overtake you. It's changing your mind, it's changing your character, and it's afflicting your body. Second Kings, the fifth chapter. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Sari, was a great honorable man in his eyes of his master. That's his earthly master. But what about the heavenly master? You may have favor and people may applaud you naturally. Oh, but what is your spirit and your character saying to Jehovah? Because by him, the Lord had given him victory to Sari. He was also a mighty man of valor, but had a leopard. It says, and the Syrians had gone out on raids and had fought. And says, and brought back a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. You got to understand something. They went out there on raids. That means they were going out there. It's not necessarily a battle, but because they had victory over something, they went there and grabbed the best of the best. But they didn't realize that sometimes when you out there fishing, you may get a whole lot of bad fish. But there's something in the bunch that's going to change your life and bless you. But you got to understand something. He just thought he was picking up some rags and riches but you need to understand something God had a blessing in it because God allowed these things to happen you could be at the top of your game oh but God says guess what I got something for you I use a small lily lily really be something to bring about a change in your life but a lot of times the person that has the anointing it seems like it's the smallest voice in the house And Naaman went in and told his, and says, and told his master for saying, no, hold on, let me go back up to verse 3. Then she said to her master, if only my master was with the prophet who is in um, Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. It says, and Naaman went in and told his master, saying, thus says says this the girl who is from the land of Israel. So the king of Sari said, go now and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him 10 talents of silver, 10, uh, 6,000 shackles of gold and 10, it says changes of clothes. Then he brought the letter to the king of 
Israel which said, now be advised with this letter comes to you that I have sent Naaman my servant to you that he may be healed of his leprosy. It says, and, and it happened when the king of Israel read the letter that he tore his clothes. Uh, you got to understand something. Uh, natural people don't understand spiritual things. Uh, let me break this down to you. Uh, you got to understand something. The king didn't have the power to heal. Uh, the king may have the power to manage the territory, but some things is only driven by the men of God and the women of God. Uh, you need to understand something. Uh, God's got a way that's mighty sweet. Uh, so the king could not help you. Uh, have you ever ran to Vepco? They may have gave you credit and an extra month for your rent, uh, an extra month for your light bill. Uh, oh, but there's nothing like God uh, when he can come in. Uh, he's always the last resort. You need to understand this. Some things are only in God's hand. You can't do nothing about it. God's got a way that's mighty sweet. You need to learn how to lean and depend on God. Stop going to men to help you and deliver you and they ain't got no anointing for their own lives. You better seek out a prophet in this hour. And a prophet ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. Not a true prophet of God. You need to understand something. People in this hour want to know why judgment is coming on the land again. They want to know why God is sending another famine on the land. Not a fool of water, but for the word of God. He's going to shut the mouths of the false prophets. Baal is coming down. Elijah destroyed Baal and all of her are false prophets on my camera. And you want to know what's happening in the world? Get a revelation. It's not going to be many false prophets in the land. God's got a handful that's handpicked. Let's go on. Let's go to verse 8. So when it was, when Elijah, the man of God, heard what? That the king tore his clothes. So Elijah, being who he is, says, well, why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. God is saying, guess what? <laughs> What's hard for man is easy with me. You need to understand, huh? we sitting there trying to run everywhere, but God says, huh? well, you need to come. Huh? God said, by your spirit, he, he said, I'm going to draw you. Your spirit is going to connect with my spirit, and guess what? I'm going to have you go to the right place, but yet you got to be in the place that you hear the voice of God. God is moving in this hour by the spirit. He's not moving by man's hand because man's hand is full of blood. But you need to understand what God is saying. You got to understand the king could not win no battle. The king was losing everything. You got to understand something. Because of Naaman, he was able to win a few battles. But majority of the time, man loses battles. How in the world you think that America is winning over there in that foreign country and that the blood is on their hands and 
the senators and the president for killing children. You need to understand something about the kings of this land. Their hand is full of blood. And what's a hard thing for man is easy with God. Some of you are looking in the wrong places. Some of you are thinking things are going to get better. Some of you are seeking after fortune and riches. Some of you are still in the prosperity stage. But I'm letting you know that it's already shifted. You need to understand something. If you get blessed in this hour, you better not spend it like a fool. You need to understand something. God is going to rest Bless who he wants to. You need to understand something. He's going to reign on who he wants to reign on. The Bible says, seek ye the first the kingdom of God, and all of these things shall be added to you. You want to know why you keep going through these cycles in your life. You want to know why you're up and down wishy-washy, and why your money and all everything else is funny. You need to understand something. It's time now to go back to the old landmark and seek the face of God. You need to understand something. When the prophet went to the king, he said, guess what? get ready to die and the king had to turn his face to the wall some of you don't even understand that you're dying spiritually you need to understand huh? something the writing is on the wall huh? but yet some of you still partying and having orgies and doing all kind of fornication and mixing away all kind of idols and you want to know why because God didn't give you the man that you want. God didn't give him the woman that you want. God didn't bless you with the children that you want. Oh, my God. But yet you'll go back to a dog returning back to his own vomit. If they messed on you the first time, why would they not do it the second time? Stop putting yourself in arms way to be hurt. Hey, my mama, my shata. I want it my way. God going to give me what I want and I don't care. God said, I, I don't got no problem. He said, I'll let the devil bless you and it'll take you right up out of here. He said, but my blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. You need to understand something. There's two types of blessings in this world that we're living in. It's one derived by man, but then there's another that's derived by God. But you got to be in the spirit to see because anything God bless you with is not to take you out away from him. It's to draw you closer. But if the blessing that you got is drawing you away from God and the things of God and causing you to do evil in the land, I want it my way. And I don't care how I get it. Oh, but you're going to find out Naaman had a problem. He had an attitude. He had some stubbornness. And he got pride. And the Bible told you before a fall comes, pride comes. And you want to know why it's going to be a great falling away. And why your pastors and your evangelists and your five-fold ministry is falling. And they done put that spirit in the people. And God said, why is my people are perishing for a lack of knowledge? What is the knowledge that you have gained? You got to understand something. The same knowledge that's in the Garden of Eden. When, when Eve ate the Adam, it's the same thing that's in the land. What knowledge? are you eating? What revelation are you getting? You got to understand something. Who's in your ear? I want it my way. Second Kings. Ninth chapter. Then Naaman went with his horses and chairs and he stood at the door of the house of Elijah. Some of you got to have an entourage with you. Let, let's deal with this. I'm going to deal with your pride today. Oh, yeah. Name a big time soldier. Hey, hey, but my mama shot high. 
He all up there working on his horses. You thought he got out the house and knocked on Elijah's door? No, he sent one of his um, servants to do it. But see, one thing about it is when you need something from God, you better learn how to humble yourself. You need to understand that only God give it and God take it away. And we bless the name of the Lord. You need to understand something. You better learn how to humble yourself in this hour. You better learn how to know that God is God. And besides him, it is no other. You want to know why God is walking strange in the land. You want to know why God is moving like he's never moved before. Some of you thinking it's aches and pains. But God said the aches and pains is going to cause many to come to me. He said, I got to cut some bushes down. I got to cut some attitudes down. I got to cut some democracy down. I got to cut some lust down. I got to cut some idols down. I got to cut some dissemination down. I got to cut some loveless down. I want it my way. Lord, kill the name in me. I'm already sick and afflicted in my mind. But yet, I want to think God's going to do it my way. But you got to understand something about naming. You got the same spirit like me. We all naming's up in here today. You want God to do what you, what you want. Because you pay your tithes and offerings. And you serve the church. And you praise God a little bit. I want it my way. Let me tell you how you know what you're serving. What you're spending your time in. That tells you that right there. And half of us don't spend time with God. You can say what you want to say. Because why are the demons sitting here trying to take me over every Sunday? Why are you walking in pride? Why are you walking in selfishness? Why are you walking in, in hard-heartedness and stiff-neckedness? Why are you doing all of these things? And you don't want to humble yourself. You knew you were, I was a woman when you came in. I'm going to be a woman when you come out. But one thing about it is I'm a prophet of the Lord, thy God. I'm an end-time prophet. I'm an end-time pastor. You need to understand what God is saying in this hour. I'm telling you the truth. I'm speaking revelation to you. I'm bringing you out of captivity. That is what the prophet of the Lord thy God does in this hour. And Elijah sent a messenger to him saying go and wash in the Jordan seven times. I'm going to tell you something about the Jordan. I've been there. It is dirty. I've been to the Jordan. I got understanding what it is. It's dirty. You can't even see the bottom. It's very filthy. But this is the same Jordan that Elijah and Elijah parted. Because it may be dirty, but don't mean you ain't got power over it. So that lets me know you got power over sin. And your flesh shall be restored to you. And you shall be clean. But Naaman became what? Furious. Ain't that something of God trying to wash our sin away? But you want to go into a clean place. God said, I'm going to wash you in the dirt. And then I'm going to allow you to come back up clean. He wanted to go to another place. He wanted to go to Far Par. Let's go on down. 
And that's something about us. We want God to make our sins whiter than snow. But yet you don't want to go down low. You don't want to get on your knees. You don't want to have to wrestle and tarry for it. You want everything clean. You just like Naaman. He said, I'll wash you whiter than snow, but you got to come to me. He says, you come any other way, you're a thief and a robber. You need to understand something. Why you don't want to get down in the Jordan? You were down there last night with that man and that woman. You were cussing and fussing. You were looking at all this stuff on the TV. You were listening to all of this bump and grind music. And then you want to know coming to church like ain't nothing wrong with you. But you need to understand something. And yet you have all of these conversations in your head that's with the devil. But yet you don't understand what is going on. Huh? Why are you letting the enemy attack your mind? Huh? Why are you letting them draw you into strange places? How can hot and cold come at the same fountain? Huh? You need to know about Aaron's son. They called up strange fire and they killed him. Your sins are going to kill you. You need to understand. I want it my way. We need to understand God is a righteous God. He's a clean God. You got to put away fornication. You got to put away lust. You got to put away all of these things. But if you don't put it away, it's going to kill you. You need to understand something about God and who he is. And I've got to go here for a minute. Those that want to turn, you can Go to Ephesians 2. He mama mama mashata. Ephesians 2. Old condition, dead to God. It says, and you, he made alive who were dead in transgressions and sin. This is Paul talking to who? The church. In which you were once according to the course of this world. What? The course of this world. According to the prince of the powers of what? Of the air. The spirit who now works in the what? Sons of disobedience. It says among who also we all want it says, conducted ourselves in the lust of what? Of our flesh. So when you're talking about lust, pastor, I'm not sleeping with nobody, but what you lusting after? What is it that you don't want to let go? What is it that's more important? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your pride. Let's talk about your stubbornness. Let's talk about your attitude. Let's talk about your wickedness and your conniving and your deceit. Hello? I deal with you according to the word. It says, fulfilling up the desires of what? Of the flesh and of the mind. And were by, nat it says, natural children of wrath, Jesus. And it says, just as the others. You need to understand what this is about. But we don't want to understand this. 
We want to walk around helpless. We want to walk around the poor and crap. You want to be sick all your life. You sitting there laying up in the doctor's bed. You sitting there laying up in the hospital. And you want to know why you ain't healed and delivered. God will stay his hand for you till you go through this lesson and learn what you got to live with. You want to know why the calamity is coming? Because the people's hearts are even in here and out there in the world. And that's from the pulpit to the back door. We got to hearken to the voice of the Lord. You need to understand God ain't going to do it my way. And not is he going to do it your way. But what his problem is, is that you don't want to turn. We don't want to turn as a people and hearken our voice. While we're still plowing around with childish, foolish, immature things. But yet God is calling us to a deeper place. Follow my brother. Ephesians 6 and 10. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. What you strong in your medication? You letting the TV medicate you? The way you let the church, I mean the, the TV medicate your children and you want to know why they're full of demons? How much time you spend with them? What did you teach them? Oh, because you were going through a storm. But what happened about the word? That's what I'm telling you. The church is not prepared for the next season in the things of God because they're still looking at the things that are going to turn around and get better. The days of prosperity is over. I told you it's the time for judgment. And God is going to judge some things. I want it my way. But you, do, you don't think that. You want to put it off on everybody else. I cannot look at this and think it, it, it's just me. I got to look and see what it is all over the way. I got to weigh it in the balance. I can't just look at, at one thing. I got to look at my pen in it. You got to understand something. It takes two to tangle. You and the devil and whoever else you're dealing with. You got to understand something. Satan just don't come in. There's got to be a door opening. You need to understand and get a revelation. And when you find out when a thief has been found, it rotted. Can't expose them, but before you expose them, you'll live with a lie, and you want to know why you like Naaman with a leprosy spirit. You want to know why you ain't healed, why you ain't delivered, why the doors keep being open. But yet you're still in the church, but yet there's still no growth and maturity. I want it my way. God allowed things in this life to happen so you can have an experience. So God is letting you know it was there. Because God is not going to bring something that's not there. Let the enemy tip you with something that is not there. Well, God don't do that. Yes, he did. Go to Job. What was wrong, Job? What was his weakness? His children. So stop thinking all of this stuff is happening. And it's not something there that's right there. You got a weakness somewhere. Let God heal you and deliver you. Bring your gift to the altar. Repent and do right. You need to understand this. I care about the anointing. I care about the revelation of Jesus Christ. I care about you having a pie in the power of God. I care about you moving in the things of God. You need to understand what God is saying. Put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to stand against the what? The wiles of the devil. Why are you sitting there wrestling with some flesh? God 
saying you're still fleshly. The Bible says, no, no man after the flesh, but after what? The spirit. And you're still wrestling. That's why so much fighting. That's why there's so much discontention in the land. You need to understand something, what God is saying. I'm going to take you over here to Galatians 5 and 19. Now the works of the flesh are, says, it says, are evident, which are what? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, licentiousness, adultery, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousy, outbursts of rage, selfish ambition. It says dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, and the likes of which I tell you beforehand. Come on, let's look at ourselves. But we still like naming. We want to be dipped in something clean, but yet we filthy and dirty. You need to understand something. God is not going to work the way that you want. How can he work it out the way that you want and it was sinful? And he's a righteous God. He works things out in a righteous way, in a holy way, and in a just way. You need to understand something about God. You need to understand God's characteristics. You need to understand God's personality. And what happens is the church does not know the characteristics and the spirit of a God that they say that they serve because if they did not only would they do better but they'll be further along down the road and you want to know why God is allowing these things to happen we should be operating in life at the time and the Holy Ghost power but nobody's operating in the power and the things of God let them cast out a demon they have one and close the church down but yet they'll take your money and let your child sit there and suffer and God promised us in our word he said, when you walk through, he says, and when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Why are you sitting there worried and crying? Why are you sad? When you understand the revelation of Jesus Christ and his coming that was not in vain, he put back the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Why are you sitting here dying? The church has not given you a full revelation of Jesus Christ. He promised us abundant life. You need to understand the way God moves. You need to understand why God does the things that he do. Now when you Walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor the flame scorch you. Why are you sitting here, word? Why are you sitting here? into outer space somewhere. Why are you not understanding that God got your back, your front, your top, and your top and your bottom? Why are you sitting here worried? Why are you sitting here distressed? You need to understand something. Everybody goes through something. But Job finally came to himself round about the 40th chapter and realized it was the God that gave it and the Lord that take it away. And we're going to bless the name of the Lord. You need to understand something. I ain't got time to look at you, you, and you. I got to focus on myself and how I'm going to come out. You got to understand something about the baptism of the Red Sea. All of them did get filled with the power. Because even Aaron and Mary, guess what? They conclaimed against Moses. And God heard it. 
<laughs> and what God do? He struck him with leprosy. Why are you worried about it? What you worried about what they saying about you behind your back? Why do you care? Who you, you ought to be glad nobody came to your rescue. That gives you a greater praise. That gives you a greater hallelujah. That gives you a greater anointing. That gives you a greater power and fire. And moving in the spirit. You can teach somebody else how to come out. You can teach somebody else how to get more power. You can teach somebody else to pull on the things of God. And the word of God comes down and grafted in your heart and your bones. You need to understand something. God sent you like Ezekiel did. About in the valley of the dry bones. Why you need to worry about what's in the dry bones? You need to know that you got power to bring deliverance to somebody else. Why? Because God brought you out. I want it my way. You need to understand something. God is going to do a new thing. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now shall it spring forth? <laughs> shall you not know it? It says, and even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You need to understand something, what God is doing in this hour. He's always paved the way for the righteous. I don't care what the world doing. Why are you consumed about ABC, TBN, and everything else? You need to know that God is still on the phone. Why are you sitting here worried? Why are you sitting here dismayed? God is something else. And he's greatly to be praised. And you know what? Why are we not operating in the fruit of the spirit? Why, not, why are we not operating in love, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? And it says, what? Well, and such there is no law. Sometimes people love you enough to snatch you out of the fire. That's true love. When they willing to go to the depths to make sure you don't go back to Egypt. When I think about Jesus Christ and God sitting his only begotten son down the cross step down out of his majesty and glory for somebody that didn't even want to be in the Jordan when I was sick with leprosy. He And he put himself in man and came down and snatched not only all of us out of the fire, but he destroyed the oath that was made in, in the Garden of Eden. And created a new covenant. How can you have an old oath or a covenant and think that you can come out without a new covenant? Get a revelation. So he was the new covenant for what was done to us 
in the garden. He ba ma 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 sha. When you understand the revelation of Jesus Christ and his coming <laughs> and the shedding of his blood for you and I. Not only does it cover a multitude of sin, but it heals, set free, and deliver. Why are you letting the enemy break you down and God already broke the back of Satan? You need to understand the revelation of Jesus Christ. And his coming was not in vain. But you'll work that money. You'll work your vision. You'll work your stubbornness, your attitude, and your pride. But yet, you're not working the new covenant. You're not working the blood of Jesus. You're not working what he really came in and what he really did. You've got to understand something. God is going to purge that prosperity up out of you. Yes, God is a person of prosperity, but he said, seek me first. But they didn't tell you that. you got to seek the kingdom of God. You need to know that he is. Where did you read in the Bible that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob got caught up and they were rich men. You need to understand this in this hour. You need to understand something. It's not about what you own, but it's about what you possess in the spirit. You need to understand that Jesus Christ he's the awesome one. All sufficient one. And the revelation of Jesus Christ. I pray this day will be engrafted in your heart. That when you see the love of Jesus Christ and you weren't even born, but yet Christ died for the ungodly. You weren't even thought in your mother's womb, and she was a sinner and a whore too. But thanks be to God, he looked past my faults and saw my needs. When you understand the coming of the Savior, you need to understand. See, this right here makes everything look small that you thought was great. Because the word upon the anointing brings about a change. Jesus Christ loves us so much. Then he got up out of his comfort to be in a place of discomfort for you and I. We need to reverence how he come, how we come to him. We need to be able to reverence when he comes to us to humble ourselves. When you see how much he loves you. When you really see the love of Jesus that shines abroad in our heart. It makes you love everybody. It makes you treat everybody right. It makes you do the right thing when they're persecuting you. It makes you love them and pray when they done did you wrong. Because the love of Jesus shines abroad in our hearts. You need to understand this. 
and I'm going to wind up Naaman. Naaman didn't want to go where the prophet told him. Then his servant had to deal with him and says, if he would have told you to go into the other river, which was the clean river, you would have went. And he told him, go ahead on and do what the prophets say do. And when Naaman did, they said his skin came up clean. I pray that you have a revelation of Jesus Christ. I pray that you go home and read 2 Kings, the fifth chapter. And he was cured of his leprosy. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name, I pray amen.